welcome to the Cheer Up Podcast. I'm Kara Hunt, the host, and with me is my wonderful, beautiful author and speaker and prayer warrior, Sherry Swalwell. How are you doing this morning, Sherry? I am doing fantastic. And like we talked about last week, it's not just a hashtag, but we are seriously blessed to be alive. Absolutely. Definitely blessed to be alive. And for those of you who would like to um, hear more about that subject and um, just one of the examples of why we say, um, actually two or more examples of why um, I share one and Sherry share one about why we're blessed to be alive, then just listen to the previous podcast on Don't Be Afraid to Dig Deep. And um, if we go into a lot more detail there. And for those of you all who are listening, uh, some listen live, we know, on Wednesdays um, at 7 a.m. when they tend to pop up. Um, actually, we may be changing that uh, the next couple of months. It'll probably be 6 a.m. Um, for uh, that it'll go live, so to be um, even live I guess, sorry to go, uh, you know, live uh, just early on um, all coasts and in different uh, regions. So we want to thank you guys for listening. We want to thank you guys for tuning in for every week. And we want to thank you guys for all the love that you guys show us um, through the Facebook groups, through um, social media, Instagram, Twitter. And for those of you guys who don't know, we are on Instagram and Twitter. Um, just Type in Cheer Up Podcast on Instagram and to get news notifications and to see some of the things that we share um, regarding, you know, just things that we share, <laughs> you know, on Instagram. Uh, and we're at Cheer, po- Cheer Podcast on Twitter. Um, it's just Cheer Podcast. I don't think the up part is in there. It's just Cheer Podcast on Twitter. So you can follow us on Twitter. And you can follow us on Instagram. We're um, active on both. We also have a dedicated uh, Facebook page, Cheer Up Podcast. And we also have a Facebook group. And if you're interested in joining that community, please do. We would love to have you. Um, All you got to do is type in Cheer Up Podcast when you're on Facebook. And... Uh, send us an invite, and as, you, as soon as either uh, Sherry or I see it, we will admit you to the group. There are no questions. There are no qualifications or anything like that. So it's just people who listen to the podcast, and um, every now and then Sherry and I will both share something, and um, uh, most of the time some of the other um People in the group will will share something. So if you want to be a part of that community, please do so. Also, remember to... You can listen to us, download, and subscribe via Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Amazon Music, Audible, CastBox, and more. Pretty much wherever you listen to music and or podcasts, you shall be able to find us. As a matter of fact, we even own some Roku um, devices and some other devices where you just uh, search for the uh, Spotify app and um, or some of the other apps and uh, you can even listen to our podcast through some of those devices and we want to thank all of you who share our tweet, who share our uh, Instagram thingies, you know, <laughs> and everything, you know, on social media for us who like us and everything else. I just want to get a shout out to those people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And please continue to share the podcast um, with your friends. Um, if you're blessed by it, then please continue to share it. Um, and today we are going to continue the 
series that we have been um, talking about and covering for the past couple of episodes, um, and it's about prayer, 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 and prayer warrior, prayer warriors, and a prayer partner ministry, I should say. Um, and if you if you want to hear more about that or exactly what is a prayer partner and how do I find a prayer partner. Um, go back and look at those episodes um, and, and everything and listen to them. I say, look, I meant listen to those episodes. And um, that way you'll be able to um, kind of just uh, follow along and everything else, even though you can't follow along right now and you won't have any issue. But just in case you, you're you interested in how to find a good prayer partner um, from someone who's been in a very long um, prayer partnership, my friend Sherry, the co-host Sherry Swalwell, then um, just feel free to go back and listen to those as well. Today, today we're going to be continuing that and talking about mentorship and encouraging. Isn't that right, Sherry? Absolutely. Today's going to be a really fun one to talk about. Last week was kind of deep and last week was, um, was more on the serious side, um, talking about how we dig deeper with our, our prayer partners, but also how that in turn gets us into a new, deeper, more intimate level with God. And today is kind of more of like a celebration. Like today is kind of um, one of those days where we talk about you have your strengths, I have my strengths. And when we bring them both together into our friendship, into our prayer partnership, um, it just explodes. My Annie, my prayer partner, she has the gift of generosity. She is just like my husband. And both of them they pick out the perfect gifts for people. Like they, they notice things. They, um, they just pay attention um, to the details and the gifts that they give are amazing. And they love to give gifts. I, on the other hand, did not get that gift. I do not have, it's not that I'm not a generous person. It's that I don't have that gift of generosity. I have the gift of encouragement. And so, um, it's fun in any type of a relationship that you have with other people when you, your gifts bounce back and forth off of each other. It just kind of makes life fun. Um, and I love how God just takes the, the intricate characteristics that he planted in us, that he gave to us. And then he lets us use them for his glory. And he lets us use them to bless other people because it's never about what we're going to get out of it, but it's what we can do when we choose to do it God's way. It's about building those relationships and then everybody benefits. So it's very, very different. Like God showed me that lie that I was the scapegoat years and years ago. And instead he has given me through that trial, that valley that I went through, I was able to see that when God is in the midst of the relationship, he will bless both parties. So for instance, um, if I were to be offered a job and say, say it's like the ideal job for me and I take that job, then not only am I being blessed by taking that new job, but I am blessing somebody else in turn for opening up the opportunity for them to have my old job. So while that old job would not have necessarily fit my characteristics, my personality, and it was a struggle for me to perform, somebody else considers that their dream job. So that's just the way that God works. That's his, um, that's his system. He blesses everybody involved in the relationship. So when Annie and I first started um, our friendship, she really taught me 
how to bring fun back into my family. I explained or I shared um, in a, the last episode of how I lived with this blanket of depression on me for years. And when you live that way, it affects everybody in your family. If you're married, it affects your husband. If you're, if you have kids, it affects your kids. It affects your parents. It affects your friendships, your coworkers. It affects everything because it affects the very core of who you are. And she, she was so graceful and showed so much grace and, and she never got irritated. She never lectured me. She never judged me. She never was like, Sherry, you just need to snap out of it. Come on, stop it. You're not Eeyore. You need to be Tigger. None of that. She just basically chose to love me through that, pray for me, and then God was the one that had healed me. And um, so I say all that to say that your prayer partnership, your prayer warrior relationship, not only benefits the two of you, not only benefits you by digging deeper with God and he can then heal things that need to be healed, but it in turn then benefits all of those around you. So when you are learning, like she taught me how to have fun again. She reminded me what it was like to um, to just have spontaneous fun with our family, to just make those memories and to just um, just appreciate the fact that our family was at home and that um, we were able to to do things together. So um, when you have that kind of a relationship, not only again does it benefit you and your prayer partner and your your relationship with God and your relationship with your family. But then in turn, you can open up to others as well. And God has given me that, that blessing. I consider you a prayer partner, Kara. I mean, we have a very close relationship and there are, I've built a community. God has built a community for us here where we live. Um, and I talked about that in a couple episodes ago before as well. And our kids have gotten, um, you know, pseudo ants out of it. And it's just, there's just something about being in that community. Like God made us for community. In Acts 2, it talks about the importance of community, breaking bread together, praying together, fasting together, just living life together. And that's really, that's why this, this episode today is just so much fun because it's just living life together. One of my um, dear friends, another prayer partner of mine, she um, and I were talking during COVID and we were talking about how, especially because we work from home and although during the COVID season, pretty much everybody worked from home unless you were an essential worker. And then you didn't get to hardly be at home because you had to work overtime and triple and double and all of that. But we as, as wives, as the females in the relationship are the thermostat for our home. Um, my mom has always taught me that from the very beginning. She said, Sherry, you are the heart of your home. You are the one that sets the tone. You are the one that sets the, the stage. And while I think that fathers, we've talked about this in previous episodes, while I think fathers have a much harder job than us women do, than mothers do in, in a family relationship, because they have to model God to their children, to their wife, or to their wife, sorry, they only get one. Um, we are the heart of the home. We are the, the thermostat. And um, that is so important. And so one of the things that we were talking about was, what do we do? Are we planting good seeds in our home and in our children's lives? Or are we planting weeds? And by that, I mean, the words that come out of our mouth, the 
tone of our voice, the atmosphere of our house? Is it one that is planting good things? Is it one that is teaching our children to find the joy, to hold on to Jesus's peace in the midst of confusion and stress and trials? Or are we adding to the problem by by bringing weeds, speaking weeds, planting weeds? Um, during probably it was around, it was in March, well, yeah, March, March and April um, of when the lockdown first started last year in 2020. I had two days, two instances with two different children where all I did was plant weeds. I was having a conversation and I say conversation, but um, it was more of a lecture with my one child. And I don't even remember, to be honest with you, what I was lecturing this child about. And the more I opened my mouth and spoke, and the more I heard myself speak, I was telling myself, be quiet, stop talking, walk away. This isn't helpful. But yet I kept going. I kept going and kept going and kept going. And the very next day, and, and we all went to bed miserable that night. I don't, I didn't apologize. I, it just, it just was a bad night. It was just a night full of weeds. And the next morning we had to go to the grocery store. And so, um, my oldest son, he went with me so we could divide and conquer because we were grocery shopping for other relatives as well. And it was very important to me. Like I wanted to make sure so many things had been taken away from us during that lockdown. I, I needed to have pizza night. Friday nights had to be pizza night. And, um, I had asked him when we were at the store because we, we separated and I said, you go grab the pizzas, grab, you know, our favorite brand or whatever, and, and make sure you get enough so that we have them for a couple weeks. Well, he heard if they don't have what we want, we don't need it. I thought I communicated. I don't care what kind it is. Even if we hate it, you better get pizza because we are having pizza every single Friday night because that is the only thing I can control. I can't control anything else. And we are going to have pizza. We're going to have fun. Whether we want to or not, we will have fun. So we get to, and so we went through the checkout and we were trying to hurry and all that stuff. Well, we get in the car and I said to him something about thanks for getting the pizza. And he was like, I didn't get any pizza. They didn't have it. And I was like, what? And it was not a very pretty sight. I, I have to admit. But I stopped myself and I said, you know what? I'm really sorry. This has not, my reaction has nothing to do with pizza. It has everything to do with everything feels out of control. I want to make fun. I want to, I want to be in control of something, something good. I want to have some kind of good memory and pizza was what I clung to. So I apologized to him and it actually turned out to be a really good conversation. And I was able to explain to him, you know, I'm stressed out too. And, you know, this is, new for everybody, but I am going to work on my reactions and I am going to work on making sure that, um, you know, you are appreciated and valued for all the help that you give me. And, and I thanked him for everything that he did to help me. And, um, and then I went home and I apologized to the other child. And I said, you know what? I'm really sorry. What I yelled at you about yesterday had nothing to do with that topic. I was stressed out. I wasn't in control. I needed I needed to feel like I was in control. And, um, and so that was what I clung to. And so while I'm not proud of myself for that 48 hours of um, planting weeds, it was an eye opener. And it was, it was good for me to see or to be reminded that we are the thermostat of our house. So how 
being the thermostat of our house? How do we make it? How do we prepare ourselves? How do we be proactive so that we can plant the seeds that we want to plant instead of the weeds that we end up planting when we're not filled up by God himself? So I have three easy ways to show you. The first one is grace. Not only do you have to give grace to other people, especially during topsy-turvy times in your life, but you have to give grace to yourself as well. Like God doesn't expect perfection. All God wants is our hearts. And so we can mess up and we can plant weeds all day long, but as long as we come back to him and say, God, I'm really sorry, help me to plant the seeds, help me to plant positive. He forgives us from the east is from the west. He doesn't remember, and he doesn't want us to remember. So we have to remember to give ourselves grace and give other people grace. The other way, the second way, is putting on God's armor. If In Ephesians 6, 10 through 19, this is probably one of my favorite verses in the, or passages in the Bible. And it talks about how we can prepare ourselves for spiritual warfare, for prayer warriorship. It, how to fight the battles that, that we will be fighting. Because in John 16, 33, that's exactly what God says. We will have trials and tribulations. We will have battles that we have to face. Well, I don't know about you, but I don't want to face them on my own. Because while my God, our God, is stronger than anything the enemy gives to us, the enemy is stronger than me when I'm doing it in my own power. And I don't ever want to be come up against him in my own power because I will lose. But Ephesians 6, 10 through 19 explains to us in detail how we can prepare ourselves so that we are spiritually ready, so that we are um, able to fight those, those battles with God's strength instead of with ours. So in my family, we, my husband and I pray every morning um, before we get out of bed. And the majority of the time, I, I'm not perfect at it. I don't remember to do it every day. But the majority of the time, we will ask God, I will say to him, I will say, Lord, my husband and I, we are putting on your armor today. Put your armor on us. So the helmet of salvation, Lord, we're placing that on our head, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, the shield of faith, the belt of truth, and the feet of readiness, the sandals of readiness. Lord, we need your help and we need your gear, your, your battle-ready equipment so that we can face the battles that we're going to face today um, and we're going to be able to be successful at them and overcome them because we'll have your strength that we're fighting in instead of ours. So that's, to me, that's the second most important. And then the last, the last way that we can really guard ourselves so that we're planting seeds of blessing instead of weeds is accountability. When we talked last week, we talked about digging deeper. We talked about showing grace and not judging um, our prayer warriors, our prayer partners, but instead helping them grow, being there to help them grow and to, to have that closer connection with God. Because the closer we get to God, the better our reactions will be. So having that accountability, once you've learned how to dig deep, once you've learned to not be afraid to dig deep, then you can share with your, with your prayer partner. You can say, you know what, I'm really struggling today. Or you can say, I planted a whole bunch of weeds this weekend and I need to rip them out. They'll come beside you in prayer and, and prayer changes things. God will then use that 
and you will be able to um, redeem. He redeems, he restores, he reconciles, he, he fixes things because that's what God does. He fixes the broken things in our lives and he helps us to become more and more like him. So grace, putting on God's armor, preparing ourselves for the battle, and then accountability, being willing to be vulnerable enough. Because if we don't get honest with the issues that we're facing, then they're going to keep coming up and they're going to keep coming up. But when we're honest and vulnerable, and when we ask for accountability, it's not a rehashing all the time. It's not just a, oh, listen to my problems, listen to my problems, I'm never going to change. No, it's a, I want to do better. I messed up here. I want to do better. And then your prayer partner can come beside you. You can confess your sins to God together. She can listen while you do yours and and she can do hers. And then God will just take that heart of surrender and he will take that heart of um, wanting to be the correct thermostat in your household. And he will not just bless your relationship, your prayer partner's relationship, but he'll bless your family. He'll bless your friends. He'll bless your work. He'll bless all those other things because you're doing it his way. So I, I love this concept in this, this chapter, this um, discussion today, because God loves to take those, those parts of us that he knit in our mother's womb, those personality traits, those characteristics, those, um, the, the passions that we have, the gifts and the skills and the talents that we have. And when we choose to bless others with those, we in turn get blessed as well, even if even if we're not actually trying to get blessed, but God just blesses because that's his currency. That's just the way that God does things. So I want to say a prayer for everybody today. Dear Jesus, thank you for designing humans to crave relationships first with you and then with others. Thank you for the opportunity to form a sister bond with other like-minded women who also want to serve and obey you. Please bring into my life those women with whom you want me to form deep relationships, and please use me in the lives of others to bless them as I have been blessed by those who came before me. In Jesus' name, amen. What about you? Do you have a relationship with God? Do you want to have a relationship with God? Do you, are you sitting here going, well, where does it all start? What, what do I do first? Well, the first thing is to ask Jesus into your heart. The first thing is to ask and receive him as your Lord and Savior to say, I can't do life on my own. And I don't want to do life on my own. I want to do life with you, Lord. I want you to be number one in my life. And the way to do that is to just pray a simple prayer. And it's not the words that change it. It's the the heart behind it. So if you truly believe the words, and if you truly believe what you're saying, and you truly want Jesus to be number one in your life, then I would encourage you to pray with me this prayer that I'm going to pray right now. Oh, Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I believe you died on the cross and that you rose again and you're seated on the throne. Jesus, forgive me for all that I have done wrong, and I choose to forgive all others. Come into my life today and forever. I am yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me be the first to say welcome to the family. That is the best and most important decision that you will ever make in your life. If you prayed that prayer today, then I'm asking if you would go over to 
our email and email Kara and I and let us know that you are now our fellow sisters in Christ or our fellow brother in Christ. You can email us at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. Do you need prayer? Would you like encouragement? You can either join our Facebook group, Cheer Up Podcast on Facebook, or if it's more private and you don't want to share um, your testimony with others or your prayer need with others, then email us again at cheeruppodcast at gmail.com. Head on over to Kara's website, kararhunt.com, and Sherry's, my website, sherryswalwell.com, and you'll see all kinds of things over there, and you'll get to know us a little bit better. and we would just really love to get to know you. We would just really love to um, form that friendship, that community with you. Just like we talked about a little bit earlier today, John 16, 33 reminds us that these things I have spoken to you, in me you will have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. What a beautiful, powerful statement. It's so reassuring to me to know that no matter what I'm up against, no matter what I'm going to face, God has already overcome. I can have peace through him because he is the Prince of Peace. And I don't have to worry because he's already, he already has the answer. The answer has already been done and, and we have nothing to be afraid of. I am so glad that you guys were here today. Um, I hope that you enjoyed it as much as we did. And next week, we're going to talk about embracing the different seasons of a prayer warrior relationship and the different seasons of prayer as well. So I hope that you'll come back next week. We loved talking to you today and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.